You know what? I don't even know where to start. I don't know <laughs> if I'm coming or going in the world of sports right now. And I'm sure there's some athletes that feel the exact same way. So hang out with us. We're going to talk about it all right now on Game On. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, J-Ray the Fanatic and... Timmy B. All right, you guys, you know, Timmy just dropped a bomb on me. I didn't even hear about this. Apparently, this happened today. But, Timmy, Timmy, what happened? Um... NBA uh, ex NBA player and um, the big three basketball player Rasul Butler and his wife Leah LaBelle was killed in a car crash this morning. Well, yesterday. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Do we do we know like the details of what happened or? Um, I know that um, he he lost control of his car uh, going a little going too fast in uh, in in a, in a, a certain you know time mile zone that mm-hmm. was. That that was too. He was going too fast, and his car flipped over. Hit a, um, hit a. Uh, I think it was like a parking meter or something, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. he 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 got ejected from the car and hit the wall, and mm. it and and his wife his his wife didn't make it. Like she she died instantly after after the car flipped. Like it was just a terrible terrible you know uh, scene. Like the I seen the pictures on TMZ. Mm. It, like, like the, the the car was uh, like demolished. Like the front of the car was was all just disintegrated, and it just looked like a like a terrible, you know, really really fatal crash. And mm. you know, it's just unfortunate that they did not make it. So mm. he played in the uh, played in the Big Three last year with Ice Cube's uh, basketball league, and his wife was the American Idol uh, finalist. I mm-hmm. think she she was, uh, she's an artist from yeah top yeah, twelve. Yeah, she's top so. twelve. Um, he, you, you know, know, for those of you guys who don't know, Butler had 14 years in the NBA. Um, he finished with the Spurs, I think. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I know he played for several teams. I know he played for the Heat yeah, and, the, for, and the Pacers, the and he played for the Clippers. The so Clippers. this is crazy. You know, it's just, it just, it. I literally yeah. just found out just this second. So you know, thoughts and prayers. I hate, I hate saying mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers because it really yeah. doesn't, it, it doesn't do yeah. much, but. Unfortunately, right. in in situation, way to start this off. It's not, and it's not. Twenty eighteen. Uh, it's not good. Yeah. So mm. again, I don't know what else to say. Thoughts and prayers. Um, mm. Devastating. Devastating. But yeah, a lot of players were reaching out. You know, uh, Dwayne Wade sent out a tweet. Um, mm-hmm. LeBron James. You know, like mm-hmm. some of his. Uh, you know, NBA buddies, and you know, it's it's it. It's got around, you know, real fast, and it was it was just devastating news to hear yesterday. Yeah. Um, so again, yeah. thoughts and prayers. Uh, but you know, let's move on to the to mm-hmm. the Clippers. You know, that's getting that's a weird transition. Know. But uh, yeah, right, you know, right. S- speaking of the Clippers, um, mm. this one this one threw me completely off. Um, for those of you who don't know, like I am a big Blake Griffin fan. Um, part of the reason I love Blake is because he's a big guy who plays like a little guy, but that does yeah, make him yeah. prone to injury. So, um, like, like the man child. Yeah. You know, I love, I love that. I love that about him, but, and he, so there was this huge courtship last season between him and the Clippers where they just pulled out all the stops to let them know that he was going to be their face of the franchise and they signed him. Yeah to a $175 million max five-year deal um, that should have taken him Uh to 2022. uh, But -hmm. there was a no-trade clause. There was no trade clause in Mm -hmm. in the contract. So I I know Blake has gotten (laughs) flack for that. Everyone has has said that 
you know, when you sign a contract this big, the first thing you should ask for is a no trade clause. But my thinking is y'all ain't won a championship. I'm not like I'm down for this money, but yeah, I'm not trying yeah, to, like, not, you know, that no trade clause that that's a that's a head scratcher right there for me. Like you would have have a no trade clause in a Clippers contract. Right. So when pe- I get yeah, it, I get yeah, it that, you know, <laughs> if it's going to take you to 2022, then you you've already committed that you're going to be at, with this franchise. I get it. I get the logic behind it, right. but I not not with the Clippers. I'm just not going to ask for a no trade clause. Uh, with right. the Clippers. That being said, hindsight is twenty twenty. Had I, if I was Blake, had I known if I would have put that in the contract, it would have kept me out of Detroit. Right. Out of all the places, you sent me to the D. Not, not, oh, not you right. Me to Detroit. Man, not to Detroit. To anywhere you could have sent me to Denver. <laughs> like I, anywhere, anywhere. Man. But the truth. Send me to the Sixers. Come on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> send me to the Sixers. I'll play with them youngsters. Anywhere. Anywhere. But nah, right. he's he's well, tell me, tell me your first thought when you heard because I know it shocked you. Because uh, it shocked everybody. So tell me your first thought. When I got home and officially saw it, like it was it shocked me because I didn't think that that was gonna go through. You know how the mm-hmm. NBA does with these trade deadlines. Like they right. just say that there's talks and all that, but nothing goes through. Right. But then I seen it, I was just like, oh wow, they just gave this dude a uh, max contract. Right. And they had the choir sang for him all on the court at Staples. You know what I'm saying? Um, and having this Kia commercial and all for that, you know, he's sponsored by by Kia and everything, like face of the NBA from from this, you know, TV sponsor. I mean, this, you know, this car sponsor. But mm-hmm. then you send him to the D. Right. That's Paul. like that's like that's. <laughs> I would feel like you're mad at me. Detroit. You to Detroit of all, all places. All the teams, yeah, out of all the teams, and then you have to think about this. First one to go was Chris Paul. Yeah. Then the second uh, highest contract on there was Blake's. Mm-hmm. So then you know, Blake had to just, uh, you know, keep his eyebrows open, keep his eyelids open and like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. If Chris Paul just left and then now I'm about to leave, like, what are they about to do? And then they don't even trade Austin Rivers out of all of these trades right. that happened. Right. That's the thing right there that would have kept me like, you know, skeptical about where I'm going to, what's going to happen. You know, you know it, but it is I didn't a- think it was going to. I didn't think it was gonna be Blake though. I, I didn't either. Think it was gonna I, be. Yeah, I, I would have bet. I would have bet cash money that it was gonna be Blake. I'd have lost all my money too. But you know, the the yeah. thing that's really okay. So here's the thing: from the deal, the Clippers received um, Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, Tobias. and uh, uh, the suburban, the Serb, the Serb. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I get his name. Uh, it's Mar- one of those. Um, Mar- Bobin Maranovic. Yeah. Mar- Mar- and he, you know, and he, Marana, let's just call him Bobin. Okay. He's Bobin. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not mad at what the Clippers received. I think it's kind of, I mean, the, Detroit definitely got the better end of the deal. You know what I mean? Um, because here's the thing. I had read an article. I, and I'm going to tell they? you, I'm going to tell you why I think that. I don't think, okay. I don't think. Okay, I'm going to tell you why I think that. Like I said, I love Blake. I do. But he is injury prone. And that's, that's a thing. Um Okay. But I read an article back in, I think it was November. Uh, yeah, I think it was November that said that they were concerned with the Pistons and the Red Wings as far as um, ticket sales go, even though they were sold out. There's just a lot of people not coming to Pistons or Red Wings games. So with Blake, okay. I think you instantly get some of that 
star power. You know what I mean? If he plays, I mean, okay. you know, I think you, right. you you get some of that that star power that will bring people to the seats. Because you know, I'm from Denver, and when I was in Denver, mm-hmm. you could literally go watch the Nuggets play for like ten dollars, and they would give you food for free. You know, just <laughs> to get just to get people in oh. the stadium. But Man, when, that was cool. I wish I would live you know in cities saying? like that where the team went that good, go to the game for right. like twenty dollars. This is what I'm saying. Like you could take your whole yeah. family and eat and drink for forty dollars. It was it was crazy. It was a good That's time. Cool. But then Car- then okay. Carmelo came, and when Carmelo mm. came, then the world changed. Then you had mm-hmm. to you you couldn't hardly get tickets, and then you had to get to the game yeah. early and get them from like scalpers and stuff. So it changed the game mm-hmm. because all of a sudden now season ticket holders were actually going to the games. You know what I mean? And like you couldn't. Uh-huh. And then people were trying to become season ticket holders. So it changed the organization financially. Um, uh, I, I don't know if that's their thing, but. The first thing I thought when I saw this uh, Blake trade was that article. I remembered that article, and I was like, this has got to be what they're trying to do. So in that aspect, I think it makes sense for Detroit, I think. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I would say that the the Clippers won in this trade. Mm -hmm. I would say for the the reason being is that you see that um, Lou Williams and DeAndre Jordan – Will be right. uh, still on the team, you know. Right. Who knows what they're what what Doc is? Well, not Doc. Who knows what Jerry West is going to do with them? Because that was a Jerry West move, like that. That well, that Blake Drift, that Blake Griffin trade was there. Definitely a Jerry West move. Yeah, but their contracts, Lou Lou's contracts, and um, DeAndre's contracts are all. You know, DeAndre is. They're going to be up this season. Yeah, and DeAndre's a long way off. Everything mm-hmm. I've I've read and heard right. um, says that DeAndre's a long way off, and that he's probably next to go. So they won this trade. I would say they won this trade because they can deal the those two guys next, which is Lou Williams and DeAndre Jordan. And you know how Jerry West is. Jerry West mm-hmm. built that Warriors team. He helped Mark True. Jackson build the Warriors team. True. So, you know, that that right there, saying that, you know, Doc Rivers and Austin Rivers probably could be the next ones after that. Cause mm-hmm. you know, Jerry West don't play. You know, mm-hmm. Doc Rivers had that team for over five years. They didn't go anywhere. They almost well, they could have beat the Rockets in that mm-hmm. uh in the finals, but they lost in uh seven games. Mm-hmm. So right there, you know that Jerry West has no uh no more time to waste. So mm-hmm. they he got he's getting rid of this big contracts and you can see that um now that they have Avery Bradley in the backcourt and they also have Patrick Beverly, those two are pests. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those two guys right there. And you still have, you know, like I said, the youngsters, Austin Rivers, right. and you still have, um, you know, all the other young guys there. Who knows what Jerry West is stirring up? He can bring some guys from free agency list on the offseason and bring them in and see what's up, try to rebuild. So you think the, the Clippers still make it to the playoffs? No. No, that's it. That's that was my thing. It's like you, you, because <laughs> okay. you're right there where you might be able to go. But I think right now you just tank the season and you're just trying to get your lineup right. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the rebuilding session. Right yeah. Now. They're doing that. I do think this, and I and I have a feeling you're going to disagree with me, and that's okay. But I All think right. I think for let's st- find out. <laughs> <laughs> I think for Steve Van Gundy, this was a genius move. Because I think it literally will save his job. Because, you know, he became president mm. in 2014. Um, okay. 
And then they went to the playoffs that one time in 2015 where they were swept by the Cavs. But other than that, they haven't, okay. they haven't really done much, right? So you get Blake in right. there, and if all of a sudden Blake is great, he fits the system well, and then you see a whole new Detroit Pistons, your job is saved. If he gets mm-hmm. in there and he doesn't play well, your job is saved because you can say, oh, he needs mm-hmm. time to get comfortable with the system. So okay. you at least bought yourself another season. At, at, at minimum, okay. you bought yourself some time on your job because the Piston is a fail, yeah. they're a failing organization. And, it all, you know, the firings need to come from the top on that team, I think. Okay. Okay. You, you, you might, you sound, you sound right about that because uh, Andre Drum is still there. Mm-hmm. You have Blake Griffin there. If if those two could gel like a, I think you they're going to match up like real a, well. Like a mini, yeah, mm-hmm. like a mini Boogie Cousins and mini AD. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that could work. Mm-hmm. So if Van Gundy can find a way to to get them to work together, you know, and uh, have play that role to be that one two punch in the paint, mm-hmm. you know, they 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 could be uh, some a contender in the in the playoffs for next season. Yeah. I don't know about this season. I don't know about this season either. Got there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know but about this season. Definitely either. for definitely for next season, you can see if um, if Van Gundy puts together you know some type of team where uh, where Drummond and Blake can coincide. So it, mm-hmm. it it could work. Okay, so let's let's watch that craziness, but let's move on to some more craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we talk about this next craziness, can we talk about Washington? Now, I know you saw the Indians, what the Indians yeah. are doing, right? I did. I did see that. Okay. So they're taking off that little Sambo racist logo. Chief, Chief, what's Chief his name? Wahoo. Chief Wahoo. Chief Wahoo. They yeah. are removing him as they should. It's a long time coming mm-hmm. um, and they should definitely, right. definitely do that. But Dan Snyder Roger Godell has confirmed that Dan Snyder will not be changing the name or the logo for his Washington team. How you feel about that? Mm. Yeah, he weak for that. <laughs> right? He, he, he weak for that. That's yeah. just like, like the Cleveland Indians already have been talking about it. And you see it slowly fading away. And, and, and right. it finally has because you start you start seeing a C on the hat. Right. You know, you start seeing just just the, uh, just just the same Indians or just saying, you know, Cleveland. Right. Like, and like the whole Chief Wahoo patch was already was like slowly fading. And right. now it now that it completely is, man, you know, I that's all nothing but due respect. You know, right. I, I give I give the key. I, I give the Cleveland Indians organization and the whole baseball club respect for that Absolutely. i salute them on that you know and you already know the nfl is the no fun league so yeah. you know they they're gonna just take this and just say you know what it's making money mm-hmm. we're gonna keep the name mm-hmm. you know we don't care about anybody's uh thoughts and about it we're just gonna keep it because they would have been changed it by now right you already know that now i, I have you know, to say so i have to say we, as a cowboy fan i have for a very very long time and sometimes you just gotta admit when you're wrong right um but for a right. very long time i was very anti changing the name because you know as a kid mm. you know the whole cowboys and indians thing was kind of kind of right, my thing growing right. up and it was just like well you know what the right. hell is the name gonna be like no don't change the name you know mm. but over time you know and, right, I, and right. I did you know so roger godell had said that you know dan schneider had worked intensely with um the native american community and there was an article um pu- published in the washington oh. post last year that said um mm-hmm. 10 
uh, I'm sorry, nine out of 10 Native Americans do not find the name offensive and they don't find the logo offensive. Um, the problem with that is, okay, when you, when you think about Native Americans as a whole and that population, okay, so it's still, mm-hmm. even if it is nine out of 10, that's still a large segment of the population that does find it offensive. So at some right. point, if, if you, you know, it's, it's like, it's like the N word, you know, no, I'm not offended when, when black people mm-hmm. use it. Yes. I'm offended when white people use it. Stop using it. White people. Like it should just be like a no brainer. If that's what causing people offense, don't do it. So I had mm-hmm. to change my thinking right. on that. Like if it's causing people offense, don't do it because I can see why it's racist. Do you know it. what I mean? Like I All could right. take a step back and step outside of my you know, cowboy fandom, and I can see exactly why it's racist. What I can understand, and this is the same thing I say to to white people when they ask me why they can't say the N-word. Why would you want to? Mm -hmm. Why would you want to use something that you you know offends people? I don't understand it, and it deepens my hate for Washington. They want to be accepted. They want to say, well, we want to do it too. Yeah, well, you can't. You want to be accepted too. Yeah, you you can't. So Uh I don't don't know what to tell you. You can't. You just can't. You can't. Yeah, you just can't. That's just something you can't do. And that's just that. But (laughs) speaking of, now, earlier, I think it was literally hours after um, Kirk Cousin had came out and he had said that he would be more than happy to sign another one-year franchise tag. Washington mm-hmm. went and got Alex Smith, and they signed <laughs> just him just like that, like blam, like oh yeah, so that's that's so that, cute. Here comes Alex. Mm-hmm. Now he, <laughs> this contract is stupid. Alex Smith mm-hmm. is going to make ninety four million dollars <laughs> over the next was it four year? Yeah, it's a four year contract. <laughs> he about to get paid. He oh. is he is the fourth <laughs> highest paid quarterback in All the right. league. Look, I like Alex, don't get me wrong, but fourth highest, I don't know, man. I don't I don't nah. know. I can't wrap my head around nah. that. Like that's a little high <laughs> nah. for Alex. That's a little high. <laughs> nah. Yeah, that's especially for a quarterback who is I would say who is average as Alex Smith is. He's he's average. Yeah. After the first few weeks of the uh of, of the season, mm-hmm. you started to see how Alex Smith really was and how the type of quarterback he really is. So, True. you know. First two or three games, he was balling. You know, that was balling first four. I think first four games because uh, Kareem Hunt was mm-hmm. out there having everybody's fantasy team booming. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, um, and then you seen as the season went on, Alex Smith started to be become Alex Smith. So, right. you know, they're they're going to uh, make that uh, move with Mahomes, the youngster from Texas mm-hmm, Tech. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I, I think that's going to be a good move for uh, for both teams, actually, because you know, um, Alex Smith is, of course. Yeah, so I'm sorry. He was tenth. He was tenth in the league in passing yards, and he his quarterback mm-hmm. rating has him number one, though. So, mm-hmm. you know, you I'm, go. we like, have to see. Like, I'm you not. Say he's, a fifth. he's the fourth highest. He's the fourth <laughs> highest paid uh, quarterback in the league now with this contract. But um, you know, I, we, I have to see how this goes because, although I understand the move for Washington, because they clearly have been, you know, dabbling around getting rid of you know, cousins for a minute. Right. It, it's still right. not like they have any true weapons at, at the wide nah, receiver they, they position. Just, so no, nah, nah, they like the same team really. Like yeah. you brought Alex Smith over there. That's almost like the same player as Kirk Cousins. That's what so, I'm saying. Like, it's, not, and it's not too much of a difference. I'm just saying like, if you, if you're going to shake right. up the system, I might've, and, and I'm very much a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type of girl. But I think I would have mm-hmm. given Kirk Cousins some weapons 
before I abandoned the Kirk cousinship. But well, well, he he gave him some weapons over the years when he was there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, how many how many so, like, more years are you gonna uh, add, have Kirk Cousins be there? But and I don't think I don't add think some Kirk more Cousins... weapons when he don't use them. Okay, so then, but the, okay, I don't think Kirk Cousins is a bad quarterback. I don't think he's an elite quarterback, but uh, I don't I don't he's think okay. he's a bad he's, quarterback. He's, a, he's he's in that third tier. Yeah, he's a serviceable quarterback. Um, and mm-hmm. some at some point, you have to fault the system. You know what I mean? Because it brings me back to Cam Newton. Cam Newton, at one point, was on his way to being an elite quarterback. But then they changed the style, and now he's struggling. And he's going to struggle until the end of his career. Unless somebody gets in there and changes the system and caters the system around him. So I just don't know. I just, you know, I just don't know. I don't know if this is going to be... I think you're. I think. I, I think you're comparing <laughs> apples to apples. I could be wrong, but I think it's apples to apples. Yeah. It's 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 good for Alex Smith because he can go to an NFC team. You know, mm-hmm. he hasn't been there in a long time. Mm-hmm. Last time he's been there was a, was with with the Niners. So mm-hmm. you know, he can go back over there to where I would say he's comfortable because mm-hmm. that's where Alex Smith started at mm-hmm. as in the NFC to, uh, conference. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, he he can he can get back to the to that type of uh, flow of the game and and how the how the NFC manages their their game. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you put some weapons around Alex Smith, of course you know that he can get the job done. Of course, yeah. I mean, you've seen you've seen what he did over in, in Kansas City, so mm-hmm. you know. But, but that if, was a system uh, that worked, though. Mm-hmm. That was a system. Uh, yeah, that's that system worked. That True. So I'm just True. that's True. My, my that's my thing is I'm just I'm questioning the system. But you always have to have that though, you right? Have to team, have that right system, team. yeah. So, yeah. I my thing is this, and I know what the chatter is. I know what everybody says. I Kirk Cousins, listen to me. <laughs> listen, mm. do <laughs> not go. Don't go to Denver. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because we talked about this a couple weeks ago. You know, Denver at, at one point. You know, Trevor Simeon was the guy. Paxton Lynch was the guy. Brock Osweiler was the guy. I think all of these quarterbacks yeah. could have, you know, some sort of star power if they weren't abandoned at the first t- sign of trouble, if a system was built around them that works. Now, I right, get that right. you have more experience than all of the above quarterbacks and that and John Elway is a is a former quarterback who is is very he's the reason why Peyton Manning ended up in Denver. He's very quarterback minded. So it might mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. But uh, but. If you don't go in there and show up and show out from day one, they have yeah. garnered a system that's like, okay, abandon ship. Let's try this guy. Right. Okay, Denver let's try this guy. shows you fast that they panic. You know what I'm Denver saying. shows you in a heartbeat <laughs> that they panic. <laughs> don't do as it. As soon as disaster strikes. As soon they push as. The button. I'm saying. So I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if yeah. I were you now... Denver is a little bit of a better system, but I would go somewhere where they cannot abandon you. Even if they wanted to, I would take my behind straight to the jets. I would be a jet. Mm -hmm. That's where I would go. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, because there's nobody else. Ain't nobody over there. Is Bryce Bryce Petty still over there? Yeah. Bryce Petty still over there. Um, and then you have okay, 
Bryce Petty, Kirk Cousins. Bryce Petty, Kirk Cousins. I'm, I'm there's going with no, Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Go you, where okay. you walk in with some theme music like burner, 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 burner. I'm telling you, go go oh, to man, the jet. Because I think I think he could he could definitely shine over there man. in New York. But then he's got to face Brady for two years. Oh, Would yeah, you want to face Brady for two years? I don't know. I haven't thought of that. I, okay. Years. All right. That's fair. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still saying go. I, I'm still yeah, saying right. go, dude. Cause you, man, they'll yeah. give you a key to that city. <laughs> go to New York. Right, he will give, <laughs> definitely give you a key to that city. Go to New Especially York. bringing that, you bring that, you like that over there. Yeah, you, you like you that. Bring that. You like that. In I'm New York? telling you. Oh yeah, they're gonna eat that up. They're gonna eat that up. Okay. Yeah. But you, okay. You, you okay. Go, but you then, head on but over then to the mile. Denver. But yo, check, check this out. Check this out. Check this out. If he goes to Denver with the quarterback mentality of Elway. He can potentially bring some players around him that could that can make that happen. Cause Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders might be like that. They may be looking to leave soon. I don't know about Demarius, but I know Emmanuel Sanders is on it. Like he's he's probably not even going to look to be there next season. So you know, you put a um you put a player next to Demarius Thomas on the other end, uh, and and you have you know you have a decent running game with C.J. Anderson. You know, Kirk, Kirk Cousins can do some things over there with Denver, but like you're saying, how how the Jets would treat Cousins, it would be a whole different type of attitude over there. Like you know what would, I'm saying? Cousins with open arms. Man, they they like furnish just, in your like house, the or, <laughs> yes. like the Rick James or give it to me, babe. Give it to me. Give it to me. Um, last but not least, and I really, really yeah. don't want to spend too much time on this because it's gonna hurt my heart. But uh, yes, yes, yes. Kevin yeah. Love. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I just defended him, and mm-hmm. I, and rightfully mm-hmm. so. Rightfully so. Everyone was wrong to come, including myself. We were wrong to come at him and question his sickness. And now he's yeah. got a hand and, injury and, and played four minutes of that game, and now he's out six to eight weeks. I mean, mm-hmm. let me tell you something, Cavs fans, y- y- get a hobby, man, because you can call this season. It's over. It's over. Uh-huh. It is over. <laughs> Do you hear me? Forget, we are 29. Forget about the brace sales. Now, now it's Man. like, hold on to your butts and yeah. come run for cover. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you got an extra jersey of another team, go ahead and start wearing that. Because I am telling you, being horrible in defense and then our number one rebounder is gone, hang it yeah. up. And then, and then you lost and then you lost to the team that Blake Griffin just got traded to. So he didn't even play that game. He didn't even play. That's the thing. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> I, we over here talking about send us to anywhere but Detroit. And then you lose. To, oh, Lord, my head, my nerves. Yeah. My nerves is bad, y'all. Yeah. They bad. I cannot. I can't. It I'm hurt my heart so bad. I'm, and, I'm questioning Kevin Love. I'm, I'm oh. questioning his toughness. I'm questioning his mental toughness and his loyalty. Um, okay, so here's I'm the thing, and, and, and here and here's the thing about that, because I've been seeing that floating around. You know, I don't think okay. it's it's right to request loyalty from players anymore because of situations like what happened to Blake. Blake is the prime example of why I say if you want to peace out a situation, peace out, because they made him feel like he was the yeah. next, the coming of Christ, and then was like, oh, but no. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's yeah. okay because when when, yeah. when owners okay. do that, okay. it's like, oh, it's best for the organization. When a player is like, oh, let me go over here because maybe this is a better situation for me. Maybe I can get a ring. Then he's not loyal and he's a traitor. Man, miss me with that. Ah, miss okay, me okay. with that. I'm not, that. I'm not doing that. none of that. 
<laughs> so if Kevin Love I is not you. happy I there, that 100%. Yes, you know what I mean? Double standard. It's a double standard. And if Kevin Love is not happy, yeah. which clearly he's not, I mean, you don't give an interview and say, I just keep my mouth shut and you're happy. That's not a, I'm a happy, I'm a happy yeah. camper here phrase. It's just not. So clearly he's not happy. Yeah. Um, when you keep your mouth shut, that means something is happening. You're not happy and you don't want to say nothing. Mm-hmm. You, and you're just trying to keep the That's peace. That's what that means. Yeah, because you don't want to yeah. turn up on nobody. keep your mouth shut, mm-hmm. yeah, that means you don't want no drama. And That's exactly what that means. So do you mm-hmm. think this means with this injury that we can anticipate the Cavs trading Kevin Love. Yes, Ooh. I I can see that the Kevin Love actually I can see Kevin Love being traded, and uh, it's I know it's not gonna uh, you know they don't have too much time, but the way that things are going right now, six to eight weeks that's that's going past the All Star break and going mm-hmm. into the playoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that with that said, does does Cleveland want to linger? Kevin Love being there, knowing that they can get somebody for him and make a run for this playoffs, or or they just want to just say, okay, we're going to keep Kevin Love for the end of this season and make a move after. I don't think Cleveland wants to do that. I don't even think Tyron and LeBron want to do that. I would I would think they're going to get something for Kevin Love now, or mm-hmm. you know, see see what it could do. You know what I'm saying? See if it could hold that uh, hold that team down, and the bench players could step up. You know what I'm saying? Make a role for them now. Shumper got to step up. Chatting Fry, all these other guys. You know, that could be an opportunity. I would see what I could get for Love. And I would, I would, but you got to pair him with somebody. So Love and maybe Shumpert for me. Uh, Okay. Okay. I think I would, would, I think I would put them out there and see what I could get. On the, on the block, yeah, because you got you do have a defender in Shumpert, and you have a rebounder, and of course, uh, you know, points when he feels like it in Kevin Love, I guess you could say. Right. <laughs> but, but sometimes um, he don't feel like but, it. So. <laughs> right. Right. You can call him Mounds and Almond Joy. You, you know, know what I mean? Sometimes he feels like a point. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he don't. He don't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you know, that's that that just goes without saying with Kevin Love. Like he's gonna yeah. get you a points when he feels like it. So I mean, when when it comes to that, Kevin Love and Shumpert can get can get dealt, you know, mm-hmm. and and a I know maybe a possible pick. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. You I know, don't a, either. A, or third rounder or something. I don't know. But I don't know. I anything, don't know. Anything if you wanna do something right now, uh to to make a move for Kevin Love, do it. Like do it don't now. even wait. Do it now. Yeah. Don't and Kevin, yeah. look, I I don't have your jersey, boo boo, but I'll I'll follow you where you go as long as you don't go to L.A. Unless you go to the Clippers, hey, hey. <laughs> we know that's if not that, gonna happen. If long. that Jordan Clarkson and, and Julius Randle offer is still on the board, huh. I'm bringing him over. Huh? True that. Okay, that might work. That might work. All right. Well, we gonna we gonna stay on top of this. Something. But you know the Super Bowl is happening this weekend. Yes, yes Um, so you we you know we've drilled this to death. We already know. So Timmy, be really quick. Who you going for mm-hmm. and why? And don't say that. Don't say right. as long as Brady's on the field. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that out. I'm gonna leave that out this time. This okay, time. okay. Podcast. Tell me, tell me who you got. I won't say that because I you all heard it too many times, and I know I repeat myself a lot. Mm-hmm. So. All I'm going to say is this. The New England Patriots will win their sixth Super Bowl on Sunday, and they will beat the Eagles. Okay. So I'm going to say this. 
Timmy is probably, I'm 90% sure Timmy is right. However, fly, eagles fly. That's all I'm going to say. Fly, eagles fly. (laughs) Oh, I'm putting raspberries all on that. Okay, you could. You could okay. You could you could be you could be that. You can go on that side, Have but to. just remember what I said. I, I, I just remember. remember what I, said. I remember. I remember. I'm, I right. told you I won't repeat it on this podcast, but remember when I said it's going to be played. Just play it in the back of your head as the game goes on, over and over. <laughs> All I right, just want me. my numbers to hit, though. I got some numbers. I got my squares again, so I want my numbers to hit so I can get some money. I hear you. So, I yeah, hear you. Who wins? Basically, I just know. I just now I want the Patriots to win, but more importantly, I want my numbers to hit so I can get this cash. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, you know that's going to be Monday morning for us here in Saipan. If yeah. you are listening to this and you are looking for a place to watch, yours truly will be at Wild Bills. The doors open at Wild Bills at eight thirty in the morning. The game starts at 9.30, mm-hmm. and it is free to get in. I know you guys have probably been seeing other places on Saipan where you can watch the game. The cheapest outside of Wild Bills is $25, so I'm going to vote. Go for what's free. Come to Wild Bills. Hang out with your girl All and right. watch the game. It's going to be my first time wearing NFL jersey. It's old It's old stuff. It's, it's my Ooh. old cowboy stuff, but... You know, I, I'm hey, gonna I'm gonna represent for the rep. I'm gonna rep for the NFC East, and I'm rocking with the Eagles. So come All check right. out your girl at Wild Bills on Monday morning if That's you are up. off work, or maybe you just develop a cough late Sunday night. So mm-hmm. come check me out; I'll be there. Timmy yeah. B, tell everybody where they can find you. Yo, find me on Instagram and Twitter at it's Timmy B, and on Facebook Timothy Barnes Jr. Y'all shout me a holla out. I will be watching the game at my fam's house. I got the AFC on my side. No Eagles, no. That's what I'm going. No Eagles, no. Okay, well, if you are, no ring. if you no rings, <laughs> if you are in LA, um, go ahead and stop by GS. Um, that is yes. in Inglewood. It's a black owned, black black owned, black operated business. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite spot to watch football when I'm in LA, and I truly yes. miss y'all. So shout shout out to GS. You never know who mm-hmm. you might run into. Check out their in Instagram there. too. Yeah, Game check Bar that. LA. Yeah, check them out. Game Bar um, LA. And then don't forget to check me out on all things social media at JRayTheFanatic or just log on to JRayTheFanatic.com and we will see you next week. All right. Half a day. Half a day. Oh, yeah. We didn't say that. Half a day, (laughs) (laughs) y'all.